0: We began yesterday with an inter- interesting question of this farmer, Ishmael, who came uh, with a question to be Ameh, He uh, came with a question in his hand, maybe even came with an onion bulb in his hand. And the question is, he has this onion that first grew during a Shevi'it year, so therefore the onion would have Kedushat Shevi'it. Kedushat Shiviit, uh, if it grows in the wild and was not cultivated, uh, then it's still permitted, but it has many restrictions on it. Uh, so, uh, essentially, the onion in its original form would have Kedushat Shiviit. But then he replanted it in the eighth year, and it grew a lot in the eighth year from that original bulb. And now we have something that has an original bulb of Shiviit, Kedushat Shiviit, but with further growth, more majority of growth. In the eighth year, an eighth year is totally permitted. And his question is, what is the status? Can we say that the new growth from the eighth year will nullify the Kedushat Shevi'it and make it into an entirely new plant that is totally permitted or not? Is the original part of it still still have Kedushat Eat? All right, really good question. It relates to uh, taruvot, taruvot, things with mixtures. It relates to, as we said before, uh, stem cells and things that you grow from, uh, arti- like, artificial meat. Um, all right, so now we already saw a couple of answers. Uh, Ishmael originally asked the question to the BMA. He didn't have it in his hands. He didn't know an answer. And so he goes to the The B.A.N.A.I. says, I have an analogy, the same law regarding Tiruma. Is permitted. If you uh, plant Tiruma, it grows further, the, the whole thing is permitted. So he says, go for it. Should be the same law for this. But then the Gemara challenged uh, Rabbi Pacha. He's the one that um, brought this uh, statement of Rabbi Anai and said, uh, Rabbi Pacha, how can you rely on the single opinion of Rabbi who permits the onion that you replanted that was Tiruma and say now it's permitted and therefore yeah, say, yeah, now it's going to be permit- permitted? For uh, the Ishmael's question as well, how can you how can you rely on the single opinion when we have two other opinions that prohibit? And then we cited the two prohibitive opinions. Rabbi Yochanan, he's not, he's not talking about Shaviyat. None of them are actually talking about Shaviyat. So there may be differences between these laws and Shaviyat laws, which we're going to come see in a, minute, in a few minutes. Now Rabbi Yochanan is talking about an orla branch that you graft onto a tree. And it says that if that orla branch had fruit, the fruit remains prohibited, even if it grows a lot more afterwards. We do not say that the new growth nullifies the original growth. So same thing with Shaviyat. If you eat, it would be prohibited. Then we quote a Bionatan that says an onion that you put in a vineyard that causes kilayim, even if you take away the vineyard and then the onion grows more, and the more that grows is permitted, it does not nullify uh, what was there originally. And so here again, the new does not nullify the new per- permitted stuff does not nullify the original onion bulb that was prohibited. And so we have now two opinions that say it's prohibited. All right, then uh, we saw one more uh, statement yesterday. Ishmael goes back to the B.M.E., and B.M.E. says, hold on. I know you have two negatives against one. I put all the prohibitions in red here and the one that say permitted in green. But the BMS says, I have another statement by the Biochanan himself that says, onions that are planted, you have to take Ma'ased from them. Even though they grew more, you still got to go back and take Ma'ased from the Original, uh, which means that the new growth does nullify the old growth. In this case, the original onions. Or you already took my said from them and then you replanted them and it grows more and says you have to take my said. Obviously, from the new growth, you have to take my because that's all new. But even have to take my said again from the old growth. What we see here is that the new growth nullifies the status of the old growth. Looks like a good proof, but then we rejected it because this is actually for stringency. So for stringency, maybe we say, well, if the new growth is more stringent and here it is because now it requires my then we we'll We'll follow the new growth will nullify the permitted status that the old growth had so we know we'll follow the new growth for stringency but there's no proof from here that we will follow the new growth for a leniency to say that the entire thing is like eighth year fruit and undoes the shivirit and so we uh, leave off without a proof from it to be amen and so we're going to try a few more. Uh, we're going to see one pro- prohibitive source, because that's eat. it's from Shvi'it itself, is not Batel, but we'll reject this because it's also stringent. And then we'll see uh, a, a, an attempted permissive, permissive proof uh, from about onions that sprout on the ground in eighth year but we're going to reject that because maybe they're crushed and then we're going to have a, fi- a, a final proof that is going to be accepted that weeding with uh, a suspected Jew after Shivi'it is permitted and so because we conclude that it is permitted we're going to go back and say hold on this is a challenge to the Hanan and Rebiyo Natan who said it was prohibited and we're going to answer that actually Shemitah is different from orlah and Kilayim and so therefore they were talking about the Olam kilayim, that's where it's prohibited. But for Shemitah, in fact, it will be permitted. The new growth will permit the old growth. That's where we're going to leave it, uh, at least for today. So let's go to uh, this proof from Shvi'it. Here we go. <speaking in Hebrew> Okay, it's not clear from the following I, uh, what, where exactly the proof is from. There's a lot of different uh, opinions and different interpretations of it. I'm going to try to give more or less straightforward one without too many ukim tot um, that some of the rishonim give. Okay, so this is here we start with a braita of Rabbi Shimon that gives a very important principle has many applications. that's something that yesh yesh something that if you wait enough time it will become permitted. For example, tebel tebel is regular produce that you didn't take to the ma'aser. If uh, some tebel gets mixed up. In a in a mixture of other food that's that's uh, kosher food. Then it's the uh, davashi yeshlo matirin because this table is something that's prohibited now, but it can be made to be uh, permitted by taking to the said. So you could take to the mamased, right, from that, or you could take from another other produce for that if it fell in. And so, since you can make it permitted, there's no point on relying on bitul, on nullification, right? Even if it's uh, one in a thousand, uh, don't rely on that. Just fix it, and then it'll be better. Similarly, Maser Shani. is prohibited now if you're living outside of Jerusalem, but it's easily, easily made kosher. Maser is what the owner takes to Jerusalem. So if you have some Maser Shani, it's prohibited now. Let's say it gets mixed into a mixture. And now the whole thing is now, now you don't know. I can't eat it. I'm in Tel Aviv. Because it's Mas Shani. Well, simple solution. I'm not I'm not going to rely on, on on bitul to say it's mixed in one in a thousand. Instead, take the mixture and go to Jerusalem and eat it there. Or you can redeem it for money. How much fell in there, right? Ten dollars worth? So redeem it for ten dollars. Take the ten dollars to, to Jerusalem and buy some food there. Since it's fixable, we don't rely on bitul. Hekdesh. Something that you made, Hekdesh. No problem. Redeem it. For its value, and then give the money to the to Hekdesh. or chadash. Chadash is something that before you uh, take the any grain before uh, the second day of Pesach is prohibited. Uh, so if some grain that's chadash uh, gets mixed in, and now I can't it gets mixed in with kosher food, uh, yashan or whatever anything that's kosher, uh, don't don't permit it. Just wait. All right? Wait till it uh, becomes. Wait till the chadash becomes yashan after the second day. Of Pesach, and then it will be permitted. So, in all these cases, the rabbis did not give a minimum amount that says, Oh, if it's only a little that falls in, like one in sixty, then it's permitted. No, the Chachamim are not going to give you a leniency. This applies, by the way, to Chametz on Pesach. Chametz on Pesach is not Batel, not even one in a thousand. Why? Because uh, just wait. You can wait till after Pesach, and then it becomes permitted. That's one of the reasons anyway, okay, on the other hand, the Bishmoun is continuing to give his principle: anything that will uh, that will not become mutar, something that's prohibited forever. You can give simple examples like pig, uh, or just uh, you know non-kosher meat, but other examples too, like teruma. Once something is designated as tiruma, it's prohibited for a non-kohen forever. There's nothing you could do about it, uh, or tiruma. that. Comes from Maaser, which also goes to a Kohen. When you're making dough, you separate Chala. that belongs to a Kohen. It's prohibited for everybody else. Or the land, the first three years of a tree is prohibited. That's prohibited forever. That those those, those uh, fruits. Are prohibited uh no matter how long you wait kill ayam is also prohibited forever and therefore since it's going to no matter how long you wait it's going to be prohibited if a little bit of tiduma falls into a lot of kosher food then the rabbis did give a shiur and said oh look we, we it's going to there's no a little bit shouldn't shouldn't make a lot uh, uh um, prohibited and therefore the rabbis gave a determination of an amount that will be sufficiently small that we say it's be, it's batel. This formulation by the way is very interesting because it suggests that it's the chachamim that gave a gave permission for these things they be, they gave a leniency on uh you know a, a, the on the level, you might say, what what do it mean be tool? There's something prohibited in there. It's like poison. If a little bit of poison falls into something, still not going to eat it. Uh, but the Khamim came and gave a leniency um, that uh, if there's no taste um, uh, for some, if it's no taste or majority, depending on which what type of prohibition it is and whether it's dry or wet, there's different ratios. But if the ratio is very is small, uh, sufficiently small, then the rabbis gave, gave permission. Well, they gave permission because these things are never going to become allowed. But if it's going to become allowed, then what's the point of giving a leniency? Uh, just wait, and then you don't have to rely on the betul. Okay, all that makes sense. Now here is I think where the question is coming from. Uh, from Chachamim. and La Look at Shiviit and things that grow. Um, things that you, you, uh, you, you uh, plant uh, during Shvi'it, that's, that's prohibited um, uh, or, or things that grow on Shvi'it after the time of Bi'ur. Uh, bi'ur means you're allowed to eat, eat things that grow on their own during Shivi'it, right? But it's Hefked, you can't hoard it. Uh, even if you own the field, you can't go and collect a lot in your house. Um, So, you can collect some in your house and eat it as long as there's sufficient stuff in the field that everyone else can take also. Um, But, once it runs out in the field, there's no more, then anything that's in your house, you have to do biur. you have to get rid of it, you have to send it out and and share it with everyone, or burn it. Okay, so uh, things shviit food, whatever restrictions we're talking about, uh, is something that No matter how long you wait, something that grows on shviit has the restriction of shviit forever. Even in the eighth, ninth year, if you keep it around, it's still prohibited. And so, even though this is something that end la still it's not batel. How do we know? Because Mishnah Shviit says Shvi'it is is prohibited. If it's kol if it's the same um if it's the same type then it does not become nullified and so you see be Shimon, we have a a contradiction to your rule because uh, Shavit, even though it does not become even though it uh, is not it doesn't is not become permitted any time um it does not get nullified uh, so he answers, Oh, when I said my rule, I was only talking about Bi'ur. In other words, even shvi'it does have a time when it's permitted. When? Before the time of Bi'ur. Um, meaning when there's still a lot in the field uh, of that of that particular uh, um, uh, vegetable and then I can keep some in my house right and, and eat it and so that is the time when Shivi'it is permitted so actually it is something that Yeshlam 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 atirin, it actually is permitted in this case the permitted time is actually before the prohibited time but nevertheless it is a permitted time and so um, that that, that That's what I was talking about. If that becomes uh, mixed into something else, uh, so in that case, I would say, um, don't say it's batel and I can keep it uh, even after the time of bi'ur. No, right now it's permitted, so eat it now. And don't wait till bi'ur comes and rely on bitul. So that's why I say it is actually eat is within the category of the yish Yesh Lo Matirin, and that's what the, this Mishnah was talking about when it says that it is not batel. But for eating it, let's say, um, it did uh, uh, something that was prohibited because of eat after the time of Bi'ur, got mixed into something else, well then, that, then it's no longer has as uh, something that has, has Matirin, and then I would say it, it does binotentam as long as there's no taste in it, it would be nullified. So Rabbi Shim'on justifies this principle and it works even for eat Okay, where is the question from? Some say the question is from Rabbi Shim'on. I'd I to say the question is from Rabbanan, better to ask from Rabbanan. And here the Rabbanan are saying, Shvi'it has, no, uh, has, has no nullification. Now, even though here we're talking about a question of Tarovet of mixture, it seems that this uh, question is making an analogy between mixtures and the bulb growing more. Uh, just like a mixture is, uh, is some prohibit prohibited Shvi'it thing, and then it gets mixed in with kosher food and according to the banan there's no nullification right the whole thing is going to be even a little bit of shivit and a thousand of permitted food the whole thing is going to be prohibited we're making an analogy from there to an onion that's from shivit, even though it's a small onion and it grows i I replanted in the eighth year this ishmael's case and it grows a lot more um it's also going to be prohibited and so wouldn't this be a good proof according to the banan that it would be uh, that there's a prohibition, and we reject this proof. This is, Maybe here also we're going for stringency. Uh, The case of Tarovit is, where some prohibited uh, shviit food gets mixed in, and so we say, you know what, we have to be we have to be stringent about this. But maybe this stringency only applies to a mixture tadovet it. Maybe it's not the same as new growth. New growth is a different concept altogether. We have the bulb, but now it grew more, and so maybe that transforms the entire structure. It's a new vegetable, uh, basically, that became replanted and new growth. So uh, it's not exactly a question of Betul, and so maybe we should be lenient and distinguish between uh, something that is a tad of it and something that's Betul. Okay, that's one way to interpret this. Others uh, try to make uh, uh, reinterpret this whole source to be talking about a bulb that you are planting in the sixth year to the seventh year, but it really doesn't say anything about that. Um, okay so um, in the end we say this we reject this proof and we're going to attempt to prove that something should be permitted from the following case he had some onions Uh, from the sixth year, so those are permitted onions. And now you put them on the ground, you're just storing them on the ground, and rain falls on them, and the rain makes them grow more. But that happens on the shivi'it year. So any new growth is going to be prohibited. So we want to know now, what do we do with this uh, onion? So we check it if the leaves are dark, shachot here doesn't mean uh, black, it just means like they're dark green, which means they're fresh, they recently grew, then that means these recent growths happened on shiv'it, and therefore they are certainly prohibited. However, if the leaves are uh, light-colored, that means they're withered away, and that means they are old leaves from the sixth year that withered, and that means there was not new growth, and the whole thing is permitted. Okay, now he has a slightly different test to see if they're new or old leaves. He says if you can uh, uproot the whole thing, if you pull up the leaves and the whole thing comes with it, then that means those are fresh leaves because they're strongly attached to the rest of the onion. Since they're new, that means they grew on the seventh year and therefore they are prohibited. And the same is true if the onion originally grew in the seventh year and then you put it on the ground and it rained on it after Shavit in the eighth year and you pull on it and the the whole thing comes with it, well then you know that those new growths came were grew on the eighth year right because they're strong leaves and in that case the whole thing is permitted ah there we go now we have a proof here we have something that's uh, the same case as Ishmael's original onion bulb we have an onion that was originally grew in the seventh year and put it on the ground then it went for to more growth on the eighth year if we can prove that there's more growth on the eighth year by doing the Pulling the leaf test, and the whole thing comes along with it, and that proves that this new growth is from the eighth year. Then the whole thing is permitted. So there you go. The new growth nullifies the old growth, and the whole thing is permitted. So this seems like a good proof, but we have a problem with it. Are you telling me that this means that new growth permit? the prohibited original original bulb that's what you're trying to say maybe not maybe this was crushed maybe that original uh, onion you pounded it and crushed it and put it on the ground and so it was no longer uh, a, a food item in its original state it was all crushed and neutralized already by being crushed and not because of the new growth all right, well, maybe, so, but maybe not. So, but anyway, since it could be that, we can't prove from here. All right, El Amin Hada detanya, and so finally, we reject this, and we're going to come up with our last and best proof. It's going to be about weeding, with, uh, first with a Samaritan, and then with a the suspected Jew, Detanya ha Hakuti you're, doing, you're, you're weeding the, the field um, and uh, of chasayot. Chasayot are uh, things that are like, uh, we have bulbs like onions, so same thing. And uh, the kuti, a Samaritan, he's not making sure to take to the maaser properly, so you certainly can't trust him. Nevertheless, you can eat a temporary eating, um, while you're doing that, because the law of maaser is that you you only have to give maaser once you collect and pile up the uh, the, the, the the fruit. You bring it in to the storage house. Um, but if you're out in the field and you're just um, you're you're just weeding, and so you're you know you're taking out some of them, so the rest of them will grow better. Uh, so then you can eat it in a temporary way without giving ma'asir. So it's permitted, therefore, you don't have to worry about the Samaritan not taking ma'asir. You don't even have to take ma'asir yourself. Good. Rabbi Shimon ben mutar. Now, new law, this is what our, our, our proof is going to be from, that if there's a Jew who is suspected about shiviiit, but you are not. You're working with him after Shavit. You're working with him in the eighth year, uh, together in uh, in this field. That even though you suspected him about the seventh year, but now it's the eighth year, and it's permitted now how could it be permitted maybe some of the stuff here is from the seventh year so what do we see here uh, we see that we don't care if there were some bulbs of onions that were still around from the seventh year because now i'm working on the eighth year and it grew more in the eighth year the new growth from the eighth year will nullify the pro- the prohibited onions from the seventh year and so this would be a proof that yes the new growth permits the original old growth all right so this is a good proof we're going to try to challenge it from a couple of places Maybe we're talking about not onions, but rather the, uh, other vegetables where the original seed uh, is destroyed before the new growth comes about. Uh, like we saw in the Mishnah yesterday, that distinguished made this distinction. Like apples, the apple seed that you plant by the time the tree grows and there's no apples there, there's nothing left of the original seed. These are not outgrowths of the seed that's still there. It doesn't work, not like onions. So maybe we're talking about other these other types and that's the reason why the new growth is permitted and I'm allowed I don't have to worry about the eat I don't have to worry about this farmer that I'm with how he left eat stuff there uh, because now I know anything that's growing now in the eighth year is totally fine because these are things that came from seeds that were destroyed no, I can't say that. We're talking about chasayot. We had that word. We already assumed it was talking about onions. And here's a proof that chasayot, what are chasayot? Arum, garlic, and onions. These are things that the seeds do not cease. By the way, here's an example of uh, something that sprouts like a bean. And you see the bean, and uh, by the time the new bean comes, the original is totally decayed. Uh, so, uh, so we reject uh, that rejection. So, no, the proof is still good. Uh, question number two, maybe we're talking about where the original bulb was smashed. Why would you smash it? Well, maybe because it's shvi'it, and so you now this is, you know, time of beort, you have to destroy it. So, you smash it, so it's not edible anymore. Uh, and so, maybe it was all smashed already, not edible, and that's why this new stuff that grew from it is permitted. No, chashud ala shvi'it katane. No, we're talking about a farmer who doesn't is not careful with shviit. So he's not going to go and make sure to smash all the leftovers uh, that uh, of of the onions. Why would he smash them? They're good. He will leave them. So that can't be the case. So, wait maybe we're talking about shivite that was mixed in with others with other kosher food and maybe that's why it's permitted no that can't be either because we're talking about what you're, you're weeding the garden when you're weeding you're, you're out in the field and you're removing the, that would, that, the, the weeds, and you're eating them uh, as you weed, uh, which, uh, which is permitted. And so there's no opportunity for them to be mixed in, right? You're just consuming them immediately. And therefore, these proofs, um, this proof stands, uh, all of these three attempted rejections. So good. We had the original question from, B, from Ishmael. And, um, uh, you know, we had a, a proof for and then two against. But now um, we have a, a proof that is for these three. Are, these three are rejected. And so now we come back with a proof that's for. And so this proof, uh, this together with the it, BNI, we have a strong case. Alright, so now with the strong case we're gonna go back and say, hey, the Uh this seems to be a rejection of your uh, of your proof, because here this is based on the Biraita. So So will this reject the Biochan who said new growth remains prohibited. With new growth, the original remains prohibited. Um, Rabbi shania al al explains that shviit is not comparable to the other two cases because in shviit, let's see here, um, uh, the prohibition came because of the ground. The ground during the seventh year is, is holy, cannot be used. It cannot be planted. everything is hefked. It's Hashem's ground. And therefore um, the prohibition comes because of the ground. And so too, the nullification also can happen because of the ground. So as long as this onion that was Sanchevy eat is replanted in the ground, on the eighth year, so the nullification can happen through the ground. The prohibition came from the ground, nullification can come from the ground, so that works in Shivi'it. It does not work in grafting, where the nullification, the, the prohibition of the Orla branch comes because of the law of Orla. It's the, during, it's the timing, it's not because of the ground that's holy, it's because the first three years of, it, of, the, of its growth. So that branch in itself is prohibited, and therefore replanting it or regrafting it onto something permitted is not going to help. The ground cannot help it in that case. And similarly, um, regarding um, an onion, this is in the video. This was kilayim. Here, the prohibition is not, again not because of the holiness of the ground, but rather because of the kilayim, because you put the onion next to vines, and that was that's what made, made it prohibited and therefore replanting it in the ground is not going to help you. The replanting in the ground can only help with shvi'it where the prohibition came from the ground. Okay, so that's very interesting conceptual difference. And this is going to be accepted. We're just going to first uh, clarify. Hold on. What about ma'aser? Uh, doesn't ma'aser also come from the ground, that prohibition come from the ground? And so therefore it should be nullified from the ground also. Hare ma'aser karka karka but we see that even though the pro, the obligation to take a tenth comes from the ground, that you cannot do betul by replanting into the, into the ground. We know this from the following B'raita, the Tanya. What's Ma'aser Tebel? Is it Ma'aser or is it Tebel? This means it's a regular produce that you already took Ma'aser, so this is the Ma'aser, it's Ma'aser ishon, but you didn't take yet. So it is, it is Ma'aser, it itself is all Ma'aser. You have had a whole liter of Ma'aser, but you didn't take Terumah, so it's prohibited. Shezera'a Be'karkah, and then you replanted it in the ground, Vishbiha, and it grew more. and it grew nine times. So now you have in total 10 liters of, um, uh, of produce. Chayvet me'ma'aser You have to still take Ma'aser, meaning take Terumah, from that original leader, um, and it's also obligated in the laws of shviit. And so, what do we see here? The new growth, which if if it is, if it is during a Shivit year, meaning um, even on the Shivit year, you have to still have to take maaser. On the Shiv'it year, everything is hefker, open to everyone, so you don't have to take maaser on the new growth because it should be each year. Nevertheless, this Spadaita says, you do have to still go back and take Tiruma from the um, original... Leader that you replanted into the ground. Now, how are you going to do that? It's in the ground. You have to figure out, and you'll take from a different place um, the proper amount, the proper ratio of what, what what you put into the ground originally. What do we see from here? That Ma said, even though. It was, it was, it had a prohibition of tebel because you didn't take Tirumah. even though you replanted it into the ground, and now it grew, and the new growth is no longer has a problem of Tirumah. And nevertheless, it does not nullify the obligation for Tirumah of that which was already planted. And so we see here ma'aser uh, or Tirumah, that comes, the, uh, the, the um, prohibition comes from the ground and yet the replanting in the ground does not nullify it so this goes against the principle we just said we answer, Now, regarding said the ground does not make it make it obligated to take said but rather piling it up. Right, said when something grows in the ground, just because it grew, I don't have to take said yet, even though I harvested it. I don't have to take said yet. Right? We saw before, you could eat from it temporarily, out in the field, without taking said When does the obligation kick in? Only when I pile it up for storage. And then, then the Maser kicks in. So you see the ground does not make it, make it prohibited, but the piling up makes it prohibited. That's why uh, the replanting it is not going to help. And that is different from uh, Shiv'iit, where the prohibition comes from it being grown in the ground. So what we see in the end is that uh, all the other examples that we have of prohibition, which is Maser, uh, the uh, grafting or la branch, kilaim, those are all independent prohibitions, prohibitions independent of the ground. In those cases, replanting and further growth is not going to help the orig- uh, nullify the original. Only for shivit, because its original prohibition comes from the ground. When you replant it in the ground in the eighth year, that replanting, um, now when it has new growth, the new growth can uh, um, uh, overpower the original and nullify the original Shaviyit, uh, uh prohibition. Baruch Amen v'amen.